on today's witch word of the day, Kevin. Well, I guess this isn't a word. It's more just a witch itself. But I wanted to highlight one of the four like Harry Potter style houses in Magic School. So I chose Marie Catherine Laveau. So if you don't know, she was born September 10th, 1801, and she passed in June 15th, 1881. She was a very, like, popular Louisiana Creole practitioner of voodoo. So just being in New Orleans, it's, like, one of my favorite places to go now. They hold her in such high regard because in Nolens, voodoo isn't a bad thing like a lot of us think it is it's just a thing like if your intention is to use it for bad then it's a bad thing if your intention is to use it for like good and for protection it's a good and protecting thing she was also roman catholic which i've been learning more and more just how much like catholicism is brought into voodoo or santeria a lot of those religions um i actually went to her store where she used to uh, work out of so i have one of her voodoo dolls but yeah, she's a very prolific witch. She was also seen in American Horror Story Coven. So get it, Mama. That's all I'm going to say on her. Yeah, bringing it back to our Voodoo Moon book, episode five. Jeez. You haven't even read that? Wait, what are you doing with the book? So he has the confidence to finish the story. Hear now the words of the witches. This is Kevin, and welcome to Words of the Witches the Charmed podcast that will guide you through the lesser-known published material in the Charmed universe and decide how it fits into the grand narrative of the TV series. All right. Hello, Spellworders. Welcome to Words of the Witches, episode 103. I'm Kevin, your resident Charmed resource. And I'm Sean, and I just love comic books. And AJ is here. Hello. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Welcome back. Last time you were here was way back in book seven. That's like a lot of numbers. That's, that's, you know, I don't <laughs> know. That was the, the gypsy enchantment book. I remember. I just don't remember numbers. I gave up on that. I just, you know, yeah, I remember right. animals. I wanted to pet them, but they were <laughs> the they kill you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's been up? What have you been up to in the like two years since we talked? <laughs> oh, let's see. I worked on a TV show um then the strike happened and now i work at an arcade which is so fun (laughs) and i'm just waiting for the the strike to be officially officially over so i can get my butt into the film set actually really my feet but you know uh because you can't really sit much but you know uh then i'm hoping to move to la so Mm -hmm. yay where sean lives where sean lives (laughs) <laughs> and you actually worked you know you work conventions sometimes with the celebrities and you actually mentioned this podcast to some of the charm celebrities so thank you for the shout outs <laughs> oh yeah no i'm like i like told drew i'm like dude dude you gotta get kevin on man he like knows everything like i ask him everything the dude like knows more than they do no offense to them they lived yeah. it but it is creepy how much he knows i don't even know that much about anything <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm a nut, so I'm a nutcase. I apologize. <laughs> I finally got that charm tattoo. Oh, my oh good. God. Yes. Oh, good. Is, I remember I showed it to Holly. It was like during COVID and the conventions were starting back. And she literally just starts grabbing my arm. And then she's like, oh, my God. Oh, sorry. I'm like, no, you can grab it all you want. I don't care. You can take it. Go for it. And Very Brian nice. kicked my butt in a 
when I was in a rubber chicken outfit. <laughs> Don't ask. I do yeah. weird stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that convention. That was 90s con. I remember that convention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and- he kicked me. Yeah, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Mm-hmm. And I went to, when I went to Drew, I told him about, I was the words of witches person. He's like, oh, that's you. You should come on the podcast. And then ghosted me since. I'm like, Aww. okay, whatever, whatever. Drew. I see how it is. I think, I think they've been busy. There's been stuff going on. I There's stuff going on. There's stuff going on. And, you know, they've been on hiatus. Brian said, yeah, you should come on. And he's like, talk to Drew. I'm like, but Drew's not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, think they're just, I think there's, there's personal stuff that's happening. So that's sure. why. I don't know, you know, Brian's with Sun and, you know, yeah, yeah. conventions and I don't know what else is going on, but that's their business. They, that's yeah. On my bug, it's cool know. that Jamin was at that convention, so we got to meet Jamin, which is really cool. I think it was like his birthday almost, or maybe it was yeah, just- his birthday. It was his birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone likes saying happy birthday. Yeah. I think Brian tried mm-hmm. to embarrass his son. I think it worked. It was I know fun. Molly embarrassed her son. That was fun. <laughs> Good times, conventions. Yeah, I didn't really want to embarrass their kids. I did want to talk about a little bit about our interview with Erica Schultz this past episode. Yeah, I thought Erica was lovely, very intelligent, very fun, very well spoken. I did enjoy talking to her, and I do like some of the inside scoops and knowledge nuggets that she dropped on us. <laughs> um, the Leo conversation was definitely my my most favorite part and one of her favorite, my favorite parts of the run um and i love that she's a fan of the show but it was quite evident that she doesn't know the show as well as she thinks she does oh. <laughs> I, I mean she's great and she she clearly loves the show you know but um there's some things that she's confused about sean how did you feel about the erica interview um pretty similar i felt like she really knows her art form i liked hearing like the process that goes into it um even without being a kevin i was kind of like mm, girl that's wrong like mm, girl that doesn't go there mm, girl why'd you put that there but um, <laughs> i mean i still i still enjoyed talking to her i think me and her would be friends because she does have a love for like x-men and comic books so mm-hmm. i just like she clearly like knows comics. people who are passionate yeah mm-hmm. and she's just very fun i like the dorkiness yeah. so yeah not everyone can be as not so crazy as me and that's okay <laughs> we all have blind spots met anyone who's like well knowledgeable you might be like the most knowledgeable charm person in like the entire universe unless there's like aliens and they know it or there's another universe <laughs> right. or... yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool i also got some information some little nuggets from other listeners so i did not notice this because um this goes back to season nine, which I'm not, you know, I read the season nine spells and everything. And I just, if it's not from the show, I just kind of forget about it. But there is actually in this issue, five of a thousand deaths is a callback to a spell from season nine by Paul Ruditis. Hmm. So this is very cool that, um, cause Nugent, I'm like, what? And yeah, I thought, I remember reading it and thought it sounded familiar, but didn't know why. And now I know. So this was the spell in a thousand deaths, number five. Uh, when they were tra- they got Mr. Wiscunde the soul back. It says, a mortal split body from soul. What was asunder must be remade whole. Body and spirit reunite so he can once more see the light. So that's a thousand deaths. But in issue 12, season nine, this is the end of the Nina run. The, when they want to put Paige back in her body, it says, a sister split body and soul. What was asunder must be remade whole. Let her body and spirit reunite so the power of three can join the fight. So definitely inspired. Why 
are they remaking their holes? <laughs> <laughs> but we also had a listener, Joey. He noticed one of my You Look Familiars from last issue was also similar. I said it was from, it was when they're doing the spell. And it says from Death Takes a Hallowell. Uh, but he said it was also similar to the three faces of Phoebe when they say the spell. Because there's that hand touch that Phoebe does to Paige. Um, the one I chose is definitely where it came from, though. Because <laughs> the paper shape of the spell is closer. <laughs> the postures of all the sisters and the way Prue cups Phoebe's hand is much more direct. But kudos to him for knowing that there is a similarity between those two scenes. Those two moments. Mm-hmm. Everything that we're going to see in the future has been powers we've already covered. So now for power play, I'm just going to be picking a power that I feel like talking about. <laughs> or feel like it's relevant. So I'm going to do the power play now to get it over with. Power play. So power play is age shifting. Everybody's dream. Age shifting. Yeah, it's the ability to accelerate or reverse the aging process. It can be used offensively to instantly kill someone by accelerating their age until it turns the victims into nothing but dust or waste. <laughs> um, yeah, but you can also, you know, uh-huh. make people young again. Uh, Kraito's the only one in the series that had it as like an active power. That's something you can just do anytime you wanted. Um, but you can also make this effect happen with spells, cursed objects. Um, we had the genies do it with wishes. We had... Vincent Wrong do it with a spell when he did it with the Demonatrix ladies. Javna, of course. Javna! Javna! And the genie, you know, he made Dan old. And uh. Captain Blackjack Cutting, with his cursed athame, made Paige all old. Made uh, Brenda Castillo old. <laughs> Real pretty well for her age, then. I gotta say, she went pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna do magic school. We're gonna start the manga magic school. And we're going to be splitting this into three episodes because unlike our comic issues that were released, you know, issue by issue, month by month. This was intended to be read as a whole and released all at once. So we're going to reserve our ranking and moral of the story, the tip for future white letter until we get to the last, until we finish it up until the final section. I think it's the only fair way to judge. Yeah. I am excited because I feel like we don't really need to do canonical. I couldn't find one error here, Kevin. Not a single <laughs> canonical error in this whole oh. book so far. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, my. I got a list. We're going to talk about all this stuff. What? Uh, a list? <laughs> <laughs> and I invited AJ because you actually like Magic School, correct? I remember talking. You said you liked this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of corny. But God, you can't deny almost every person who who's watched Charmed has wished they were this person. I forgot her name, but the the, the girl, like, come on, who doesn't want to be a witch? And then you get the charm ones in your life. Come on, you know. <laughs> I still go to to doors and pretend to freeze them or open them. Do people look at me weird? <laughs> yes. And then do I try to freeze people that annoy me? Yes. Does anything happen? <laughs> no. No, but don't steal. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. That was that was a different power I wanted to use on her. (laughs) You know, I like to keep jobs and stuff. Um, I actually wrote a review of this on Amazon. I found an old review that I wrote. Oh no! So so I'll read this. So I gave it one star. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) I put bland and trite. 
The plot for this was Trent and Forrest. They tried to make people happy with charmed references but the show from the show, but the timeline also made no sense in terms of show continuity. Most of the story centers around a mundane girl going on a typical school day, which is also super mundane. The sisters neither look nor sound anything like their actual characters. Disappointing. So, <laughs> so, that, was my, so that was my first original review. Wow. This is like a charmed Hallmark movie thing. And that's yeah. what I would put it It's a Hallmark hallmark style you know you know how it's gonna end but you really need something cheery because <laughs> life sometimes sucks and you need to get away so yeah. that sounds worse but you know but yeah but i'm curious to see if this time around i'll like it more who knows but um that was where i was and nugent also did some research on this he actually asked katie rex the writer some things and we decided that it takes place between uh, someone to which over me and charmed noir. So season seven, episode seven and season seven, episode eight. And yeah, so cool. So let's get into it. It was published November 25th, 2018 on paperback. And it was written by Katie Rex, illustrated by Jonathan Lau and lettered by Simon Boland. The cover is a cover. <laughs> yeah. None of these look like them at all. I'm like, I don't know these girls, but they're reading books and holding apples and putting books on a shelf while this main, the, our main character in the story has like a bunch of like homework in front of her. But silence, let's get into it. <laughs> I just Magic school. Picture it. San Francisco Memorial, October 24th. We have somebody in a hospital with their eyes closed, and we hear beep, 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 and then suddenly we hear hog, and then there's like a, I think it's like a thought in her head, like her alone. Wait, what? And we hear beep, beep, beep. No, wait. Why am I in the hospital? Did Tyler? And I'm gonna stop right there because if they are not referencing Tyler, Tyler, she's gonna snap. She's gonna be so upset, like last time. When we read <laughs> Thousand Deaths and they had somebody named Sam, but it wasn't Sam. This better be fucking Tyler. He better be. Yeah, a I, I was thinking that too. I'm like, is this Tyler? I have no idea who this Tyler person is. I mean, but we'll see. All right. And then the girl suddenly gets up from the bed. She's like, no. And she's like, wait, no, I remember. I didn't. I couldn't have. And now she's sitting with her legs um, over the bed. And she's like, it felt like, but it's never done this before. I thought it was in my head. All right, okay, now we're going back to the house, the Hollywood Manor, San Francisco. The ants go marching one by one. Hurrah, hurrah, rah, rah. Wait, is it, oh, was he? Okay, That's Chris. Oh, oh, wow. Doesn't see, that, that does not look like Pipe. The ants go march, whoa. <laughs> oh my God, oh, that's the elder. Okay. That's Sandra. Sandra. Oh yeah, look at you knowing the names. I, <laughs> I know everything. Fancy. <laughs> I actually worked with one of the elders. No, one of the Angel of Destinies. Oh, oh, nice. I did fangirl on him. Don't do that. I'm sorry. I know this isn't strictly your job, but we need you. Oh, no. You need me? Great. I'll add you to the list. Talk to my people, and we'll put it in the book. Ooh, sassy. <laughs> I'll pencil you in right after change Chris diaper. Oh, ew. fix the washing machine again, vanquish demons and run a nightclub. No problem. 
Sandro. I'm sympathetic to your situation, believe me. Ha! I gotta say, I love, I do gotta give credit to the artist because we knew exactly who this character was without anyone saying it. So, you know. Yeah. But it is Sandra, piece of shit, elder. You know, fake nice, fake bitch ass person. We don't like her. Um, <laughs> but she's here. <laughs> oh my god, this, you know what? Uh, the, the when Piper's like, whoa, anybody kind of creeped out by her face? It is like terrifying. It's a horror terrifying. movie. Oh my god, it's Billy from Hocus Pocus. I yeah. can see it. Scaring me. Uh -huh. I actually just want to draw like a dick in her mouth because that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> I mean, true, uh, true facts. True facts. All right. <laughs> and then um yeah so she's like yeah sandra's like i'm sympathetic and then piper's like are you because if you are and then she's like please piper there's an there's an innocent and we need you to help her put that in your canonical hat for later because i'm gonna talk about <laughs> this whole situation um all right and she's like she's very young and she just after she's like after why it's dragon incident i thought you'd want to help <laughs> And then she says, there's a young lady here in San Francisco, San Francisco, Delia Miller, who's had an incident. She was adopted by non-magical family, muggles, if you will. So we didn't track her, don't have to track her. She grew up in a very loving family. They don't know the magical world. Oh, she has powers. And she grew older and yeah, they became concerned. And so they put her on all these medications and they're like, something's wrong with my daughter. Uh, but now, somehow her powers have revealed themselves somewhat forcefully. <laughs> forcefully. How forceful you are, Brad. Yeah. That is bullshit. <laughs> we didn't know to track her. They knew about Paige, kind of. Like, well, Kit knew about Paige. How do you not mm -hmm. know about, you guys are the almighty powerful beings of magic. How do you not sense a powerful kid? I'm, I'm just saying. It's like saying, I didn't even know why it existed. It's almost like the elders suck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the elders I, are dicks. Yeah. The elders are dicks. Well, that's why yeah. they're in a robe. They let their dicks hang out. <laughs> no underwear. It's all commando. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's commando. Sandra's got the biggest one of them all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Piper was opening her mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Sorry. oh, God. I will never not know that now. <laughs> it's in my head now and it's just okay wow well this next line comes from both me and piper i'm sorry <laughs> i really am but what and we see uh paige coming in she's like that poor girl piper we have to help but podge and she's like what if it was me wouldn't you have helped if you knew about me and you know magic and oh yeah i think that's Paige. she's like come on let's yeah. go and Piper's like, but, and then she orbs him away, and Chandra's like, thank you. Smirk, <laughs> oh, girl. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Because she's, because she's a stupid fake bitch. She's like, they're doing what I want now, just what I want. Yeah. All right, let's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this as best I can. <laughs> Is that 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 sounds like it? I think. Yeah. Okay, okay, so one lady. Oh my god, is she grabbing her boob? Oh my god. Oh my god, 
that is wrong. Even for a sister, like I get if you're gonna yeah. get a test exam, but not yeah. in a hospital bed of someone else's room. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So human, which whatever. But what about the boys? Is what I was trying to say before you armed us out of the house. <coughs> Why does that balls. Wait, and then yeah. this goes less bold. Abandoning the baby. <laughs> oh, right. Don't worry. I got it. Paige, no. Okay, why Why is it Paige? No. Beep. Okay, it looks like this girl just got probed. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know how to explain this. Okay, so you're going to have to go with me on this. I'm a witch, and so are you. And probably somewhere inside, you already know this. Oh, I like this. Who the hell are you, lady? Yeah, so the next page, we see Piper try to calm the girl down. She's like, yeah, because the girl's like, I don't know who, you're, who you are, what you're talking about, or why you're even here. And then Piper's like, you know it's true. And the faster you step denying it, the sooner I can help. You're not crazy, you, and you never were. Your parents just didn't know about witches. And they didn't know about this, and they didn't know how to handle this. So, and then we see this nurse come in. She's like, "Who the hell?" It's like, "Oh, there's a lady in here on my patient." Piper, she freezes the nurse. Crap, we gotta go. The girl's like, "Is she still alive?" It's like, "Yeah, she's frozen. She's fine." So then, out front of the hospital, um, the girl's like, "Really? A taxi?" And Piper's like, "What the fuck were you expecting? A fucking broomstick?" And she's like, "I don't know, maybe." And then Pi they get in the taxi, and Piper's like, "Ahem." As I was saying, the cleaners took care of you, the damage to your school. They wiped everyone's memories of the incident, and your parents remember deciding to send you to an elite boarding school in Switzerland. And the girl's like, A, what the fuck are the cleaners? Because nobody's described them to me. And B, <laughs> if you wiped everyone's memory. And then Piper's like, not me, the cleaners. And she's like, fine. If they can wipe memories, why can't they just erase the incident and let me go home and then piper's like it's not safe for mortals to know about magic trust me my sister Paige can tell you more if she hadn't orbed away to look after my kids which i told her to go do but now i'm mad at her for it you'd already be at hollowell academy this is our first non-continuity air, Kevin. It's a school for magic. You'll be much more comfortable there. And she's like, what? And then Piper's like, nothing. <laughs> We're almost home, so Paige can orb you to <laughs> Hollowell Academy, which is what we've always called it <laughs> since. <laughs> that cab driver must be like, fuck, who did I pick you from the hospital? That's what I was thinking. Like, that's like, true. I'm like, he, I thought, thought, first, I'm like, he's hearing all of this, but then I think that's why she has her thing on the door. I think she's closing that. Oh, but I I'm see. Still, so I got, yeah, but I was like, how he's going to be hearing all of this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, nothing is, nothing is uh, proofed quiet. Yeah. But then again, how does Pepper know all of this? Because she didn't, Sandra didn't tell her this. There's no time for Sandra to tell her this. So how does she know this? True. Uh, Sandra literally threw everything of knowledge into her mouth when it was wide open. So that balls okay. of information and it just went upwards. So that's what happened. Yes, Elders take my knowledge seed, Piper. Elders <laughs> probed her. She got probed in the weirdest way.
<laughs> You're a dirty girl. You are so welcome on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to claw machine you would really enjoy. Yeah, it had a lot of dicks in it. I was shocked. You won't win any, but it's literally filled with dildos. And nice. So uh, I'm guessing the one with the ponytail is Phoebe. I'm going to go that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, see, Piper and I read about them before when Prue's ex sort of er, kidnapped her. They're good beings, we thought it meant. I don't know if it was the boyfriend we're talking about. She had a few. It was, oh, I'm talking about Bane because this was during the Give Me a Sign. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but whose definition of good, huh? Stopping pollution is good, but sabotaging fishing boats cuts off someone's. What the hell is this half weight? What? Matt, who, what, like, what, did we walk into a Twilight Zone? Mariners are shy. They wouldn't do something that public and obvious. Plus, they sworn to protect the sea and those who travel. Wait, what? Hey, so, so they're trying to do some kind of charm thing that we're not privy to. But Mariners are in the Book of Shadows. That's what they. That's what um, if the Book of Shadows flipped to when uh, Piper was looking for a sign to choose between Leo and Dan. Um, but. Now they're actually reading what's on that page, and they think mariners are ha having to do with something. Daryl was saying someone at the docks thought something was fishy. I think he called me because of the mermaid thing. See, I think it's benevolent sea spirits protecting their domain from predators. But Phoebe, it says right here that they are capable of great destruction. Who isn't capable of great destruction in that book? Okay, some of them are really crappy, but <laughs> Phoebe, page, um hey what's going on here hey who's this piper really up in the attic where we have our high allergen asbe okay asbestos why the hell would you be in there with no mask what well, she's using it as a distraction like away from the magic but she doesn't want to say the magic so she's saying high allergen asbestos Winky. she's trying to be like trying to hide it i know yeah. but like which is stupid because she knows where Piper went. She knows who she's going to see. Why is she acting yeah. all secretive? <laughs> okay, like, out of all things, you come up with asbestos. Like, yeah. come on, this kid ain't stupid. Well, I'm really regretting rereading this now. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, you thanks, liked buddy. it. I really... You liked it. I did, and now I'm regretting life. Uh, <laughs> I'm like knowing what I read. I was a naive person back then. I still am, but still. Phoebe, Paige, this is Delilah. She kind of know. Paige had to know who Delia, that was. Delia, Delia, Delia. Well, Delia is gonna deal with this. The next page, we see Piper's like, Delia, these are my sisters, the Charmed One sisters. This is Delia. She's a new witch, and she's going to Hallowell Academy. I don't you love that name? Oh my god, Hallowell! I'm so happy to be a part of it. <laughs> That's what we always call it. <laughs> and then. uh, Paige is like, okie dokie, no time like the present, let's get go. And then Phoebe, who looks like Claire Redfield here, says, oh, sweetie, you poor girl. <laughs> this does not look like Phoebe whatsoever. None of them do. Um, no. And then Delia's like, oh, what? Hey, what? She's like, this is like a lot. Like, charmed ones. I get that I'm a, well, sort of, I can deal with being a witch, but 
a magic school thingy dilmabop magic school magic school <laughs> how is this girl just totally fine with a stranger taking her out of a hospital driving her to her home meeting like introducing her to the rest right. of and this kid it's like, like okay go take her away somewhere else now is she doped up because she kind of looks <laughs> like it because that's how i looked in high school always confused <laughs> But girl. On the next page, we're in for a treat because after Kit <laughs> ran away and turned into a woman, she's decided to turn back into a cat and come back. So Kit's back. Yay! <laughs> it just makes sense. I don't know why you don't think it makes sense. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if the lady had a baby and they made it into a generation Kit? Yeah, I went there. We don't know if it was born a human or a cat, but something crawled out of it. And then <laughs> Delia's like, do I need uh, like a magic wand? And then I think this page says, oh, sweetie, it's not that kind of magic. And then she says, I guess Piper didn't give you the bossics. And uh, Piper's like, hey, you're the head mistress. I figured you'd want to do that. And then it looks like Delia just loses all bowel control as she's sitting down and pooping. And she's like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this, this page ain't better. No, I gosh. I'm, I don't know who this is. I know this is a lot. It feels like I went through all this yesterday. You'd think I'd be better about not making it overwhelming. <laughs> I don't know. Paige is pretty, you know. She's out there, I think, at times. She can make it. It's funny. You never know. She's like, you know, the young sister, the spontaneous one. Oh, look, the cat. Um, second junior kit. <laughs> it's okay. Sweetie. I'll make you some tea because tea, tea always heals everything. Paige will get your living situation squared away and we'll take it one day at a time now hey we just kidnapped you from the hospital you're living with us now congratulations <laughs> i'm gonna look at that now all right all right so now we get some orbies and it says dormitory c hallowell academy and Paige and delia are knock knock knocking on the door and Paige is like we won't get any into anything into morning. We'll just, you know, get the basics today. Shelter, food, whatever. And we see this other lady, this other girl open the door. Her name is Momo. Okay. And what I know about Katie Rex as a writer, she's kind of a queer, nerdy girl who goes to anime conventions, colors in her hair. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So it's, I think that's a, a Avatar reference. But Paige is like, Momo, this is Delia. She's new. She'll need to take the extra bed in here. She's like, oh, okay, whatever. Hi. And then Delia's like, hi, I'm Delia. Oh, she already said that. <laughs> Great, I'm already a dork in 30 seconds. So Delia comes in there. She's like, we're going to get you a list of things you need from the house and school and whatever. You sh your teacher should have your supplies. And then we'll get you ready for class tomorrow at 7.30. La-di-la-di-da. But then she pages like, oh, let me look at your hair creepily. <laughs> Delia says, this is really fast. Do I get to a say in any of this? All right. And then Paige is like, oh, wait, one more thing. Join me outside for a moment. And then they walk outside and she's like, I didn't know if you wanted to tell Momo or whatever, but we're getting your meds. We think a few of them might have been overkill or prescribed for issues you don't have. 
but we want to be careful. We're just, um, you know, in America and, you know, everybody's over-medicated. Um, we'll start slowly lowering your doses and you'll work with the school nurse to figure out which meds and at what strength you need to feel okay. And don't worry, he's not that kind of witch doctor. Winky face. <laughs> <laughs> your teachers will have all the supplies for you in your classes. You can do, you can do this. Good luck. And then Delia goes back to her room where Momo is like going through her purse, I think, or a bag. And Delia sits down and she's like, fuck my life, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what is Johnny? Oh, oh it's Johnny the homicidal maniac, isn't it? Oh, it yeah. Is. I used to love Johnny the homicidal maniac. I didn't even know that. There you was go. Cool. Wow. Now I can't yeah. stop looking into his eyes. All right. See, those comic people who know all the comics, that's why Sean's on this podcast. (laughs) I actually once had a big, fat, fluffy gray cat that I named Squee after Johnny, the homicidal maniac's neighbor. And Johnny called him that. His real name was Todd. But every time you see Johnny, he would go, Squee! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, the next morning. How does she have, like, all her stuff? Where do they get her stuff? They just Paige brought jump. it, I guess. Paige, I don't know. Yeah. Warm things over. From where? Home and the hospital, wherever. <laughs> Sneaky. Okay, not a dream. Hey, breakfast ends in 15 minutes. You should hurry. Momo just getting dressed. Uh, so this is Hollywood Academy. Whoosh. Who is it? It kind of looks like a nightclub. It's like a Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. I know, it's kind of what it is. It's like a lounge and they get your morning breakfast and whatever. So they're there. She's me- she's meeting some of the other students that are lounging about. And then, yeah, someone's like, who's this? She looks like the alien from the fifth element. Yeah. Oh. Mom was like, oh, this? This is the new kid, Delilah. <laughs> she's like, it's Delia. So that's why I thought it was funny when you called her Delilah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know the future. I'm very, I'm very good. I'm very good. Thank you very much. And then Delia's like, great, my roommate sucks and she's a bitch. I can't count on her. Oh, okay, whatever. And then then the crazy dreadlock chick is like, yawn, standard witch, generic powers, spell casting, potions, grind divining, I guess. She's like, great, you can go now, little witch. Like, such a bitch. All these people are such bitches. (laughs) And so then she leaves and she bumps into a woman. And then she was like, whoa. So it turns out the person who Delia has bumped into is Kitty from that 70s show, the mom. She's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, miss. And she's like, Serata, it's okay. The first day can be pretty overwhelming. This is my first semester here too. And then Delia's like, how did you know? And she's like, that you're the new girl? Miss <laughs> Matthews told me I'd have a new student in my second period potions class today. And Adelia's like, room S110 in the Laveau wing. Good thing oh. we all know who that is. <laughs> oh, yeah, see? <laughs> see? <laughs> and then uh, Kitty keeps going, she, or Miss Serata. I'm sure one of your new friends can help you find it. It must be so nice for you to be here around other people like you. <laughs> so many of my <laughs> students have told me that this school has been the first place <laughs> they really felt like they belong. 
And then we get this weird thing. I have some questions here, but they'll be answered next time, maybe. Where we see Delia, and she's like, uh, yeah. But there's this weird, like, is she draining energy? Is she draining something from Miss Serata? And Miss Serata's like, great, see you second period. <laughs> <laughs> Look who has so many friends. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> but what's happening here is actually there's energy that's coming out of Delia going into Miss Serata. Oh. And I will talk about that more the next time this happens. So the next page is just Delio walking down the halls of magic. I mean, Hallowell Academy. And um, there's a bunch of students. So she feels so alone. She's like walking by herself. And she's a lonely little nerd. Oh, wow. There's some things I didn't realize in here. There's a there's a shadow cat in the photo. And the mm-hmm. girl is like on, on one of her boobs. It kind of looks like a Hogwarts thing almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's why they hit it. It's such a ripoff. Oh, you went out of order. Yeah. AJ was supposed Sorry. to do that one. It was a, it's a schedule, but uh oh, she's in tenth grade. So we got history, magic, potions, literature, algebra one. Why the hell would you put algebra in there? Like, no. Don't do algebra. Math sucks. Have someone else <laughs> do it. Um telekinesis, information and computer. This sounds so random. Intro to scrying. All right. I'm scrying yeah. for my new accountant to do algebra. And like building building Hecate is just interesting because that Program. was a demon they vanquished. But in it's a, a real witch figure in real witchcraft. So it's interesting. <laughs> like how they're using it. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> it's a very witchy school. So now we see them in class and it's like, bring class is starting. And this teacher is like, good morning, class. And it says, Mr. Lewis on the board. And he's like, today we will continue discussing the history of vanquishing. Who remembers what early witch theory said about demons before the common era? And Jenny, dreadlock girl, is like, early witches believed the demons were not corporeal and that when they took physical form, they were possessing a mortal, which I think is very fascinating because that's how I feel like real life demons manifest. It's all energy. It's all, it's really kind of neat. Yeah. So I'll try not to tangent too long, but I had this thought the other day, like last week, and I really want to bring it up here because you mentioned like energy demons, which is something mm-hmm. I believe in too. I was kind of struggling with like, if I don't really believe in Christianity or Catholicism, then how do I believe in possession or like getting the possessed thing out of a person and i had this whole thought if you're calling on what you believe is a divine energy then it's going to be a positive energy so i think positive energy drives out negative energy so everything is just energy in the end yeah the the media always makes like demons a, a religious thing when it's really not that's just their method of of getting rid of it using willpower and stuff but any i mean which all pagans and energy and stuff too demons exist and all that stuff so it's not just mm-hmm. Catholicism. Um, and you're right. So there's ways. Yeah. It's all about energy, beginning energy. Yeah. All right. Back to Mr. Lewis. He's like, and who can give me an example of this? And is that her roommate? She's like, ancient Chaldean priestesses would speak spells or incantations to combat royal possessions. And then Mr. Lewis is like, that's correct, Momo. Reading ahead again. Many cultures knew about the presence of demons, but very few had a real understanding of them and how they operate. 
ancient peoples employed varying techniques to combat demonic possession and interference. While objects were often crucial in these early rituals, it was primitive spellcasting, early charms, and incantations that were the main focus of exorcism and other forms of combating demons in most early cultures. It was not until the rise and subsequent fall of the Titans that the venerated elders took a more interventional oh interventional that's a fun one <laughs> approach to the battles of good and evil as we reach the end of our time today i'd like to remind you all to please read the reprints of chapters two and three of lenormand on chaldean demonology and the variety and use of chaldean amulets and all the while the delight Delia is like, I'm going to write, Delia, she's going to write, she's like, I'm going to write everything. I have so many notes. I like notes. Notes turn me on. And then the bell rings. (laughs) Bring. She's like, I got to play catch up so people don't make fun of me. (laughs) kind of what it is. Just looking at that. She's like writing cursive. Yeah. She fancy. She fancy. That's why she went to a boarding school in Switzerland. (laughs) If that's what my classes are all going to be like. I really need to figure out how to catch up. Okay, so Jenny the bitch. The Hollywell Matter. <laughs> this is Matthews brought her. I heard she met Piper too. And <laughs> Julia, right? Wait up. Some dude. Hi, I'm Marcus. Delia. Did I see that you have potions with Serata next? Yeah handsome dude of course me too i'll show you where it is sorry i wasn't trying to snoop i just saw your schedule that's snooping it's fine <laughs> unless he like did like he has like secret superpowers of like he's got superman stuff i wasn't looking i was just x-raying you don't worry it's all good it's fine the school is such a maze i'll take any help i can get so what are you lightning thrower molecular mover time shifter i don't they're in class and i was like hey it's okay, you don't have to tell me. I sit over there. And Dila comes looking for a seat, and we see Momo look at her, and she's like, Ugh. and then she puts her bag on the seat next to her so she can't sit down next to her. What, what a, a bitch. bitch. What a bitch. All these bitchy people in this school. Uh, Who knew witches were bitches? <laughs> yeah. And then Paige comes out of nowhere. It's like, hey, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> Looks like you're finding, around, finding your way around okay. It's like, oh, look. Marcus doesn't usually make friends right away. You must be pretty cool, nudge, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and then Marcus is like, Delia, there's a seat available here. And then Paige is like, okay, just checking in. Sit down. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Random. All right. And then we're in class with um, Kitty. What was her name? Ch- Chinook? Miss Serata. Serata. I was not even close. <laughs> and she's in front of the class going, Campbell, Abigail. Bueller, Morgan, (laughs) Davidson, Matthew, Endor, Sean's favorite planet from Star Wars, Paul. It's also the name of the font of the second Charmed font. After the original one, I'm going to start in season three. They have the new Charmed font, which is named Endor. Really? Yes. I also found out it's like... I think it's like an evil planet in the Bible or something like that. It's like a witch area in the Bible. Oh, I'd have to look it up again. I have this really beautiful book about death and Endor was in there. 
<laughs> so we see um, uh, Marcus is whispering to Delia. He's like, Miss Serrat is really nice. Everyone likes her a lot. She doesn't mind talking during roll call. And she doesn't hassle us about bathroom passes. And then Delia's like, how long have you been going here? Four years, I think. You get used to it. <laughs> yeah. Chaplin, Alexander, Konigsmark, <laughs> Aaron, Grants, Rebecca, Lafayette, Jamie. And then Delia's like, I'm sorry. It's just so, I mean, a magic school, it's like a story. And then Marcus raises his hand. He's like, um, Miss Rada, it's Marcus, not Jamie. Marcus, dumb bitch. And then we see the next page. She's like, of course, Marcus. I'm so sorry. My record just have your birth name. And I keep forgetting to note, <laughs> you're such a nice young man. Um, wow, nice and, save. And we see all this energy come over to Miss Arata. And Miss Arata's like, okay, everyone look up front, please. Uh, the next student on my list is Delia Miller. Will you join me up front here? Yay! Oh my god! <laughs> and then she's like, Delia, I hope you don't mind, but I like to get to my get like my students to get to know each other a little. This is Delia. She's San Francisco native. She used to attend this other high school that nobody knows. And um, and then she's like, her family is non magical. <laughs> and then Delia's like, I have to go to the bathroom now. Sorry, and walks One away. One thing you really want to tell magic bitches uh, magic witches bitches is that this girl is from a non-magical family no shit yeah, yeah. Well, the, it's gonna well, do great is, her reputation what's happening here is miss serrata is actually gaslighting her students and she's doing it in such a way that's absolutely intentional but it's so subtle and it sounds innocent enough um, because these are actual mistakes that adults and teachers make because they don't have any understanding of it but she's doing this on purpose and it's sneaky and smart so she's, yeah, so she's gaslighting them, making them feel bad or sorry or stupid or whatever, and then feeding off the energy. Oh my God, it's Sandra. Yeah. Sandra. Oh. You know what I realized halfway through this page, Kevin? What? Wait a minute. Kevin's name isn't AJ. This was AJ's page. Kevin. Oh, oh frame. <laughs> I can't. I can't do. I can't stay on it. I can't say. I didn't want to stop him. He was going so well. I was. Me too. Oh, I don't take the. You know. Hey man. I was in it. I'm sorry. Oh, I get the staircase stuff. All right. Okay, so now we're like in a stairwell. Delia, <laughs> like, can't I just start over? And then you see feet near her butt. Dude, that looks like he's high on steroids, like not tr drugs, weed. Oh my God. Don't you think we all have stories we're embarrassed of? How do you think we all got here? Besides, you're tough. You can handle it, Delia. Oh yeah? You know me so well after an hour and a half? Actually, I'm an empath. Ooh, sucker. That's why I wear headphones. Everyone here thinks so loud, but I hardly get anything from you. You must have some really tough emotional shields. And anyway, it's just high school. That's got to be the worst time to be an empath is in high school. Yeah. Where everyone. Oh, my God. But I would almost say, like, is he an empath or a telepath? Because if he's hearing thoughts, that's more like telepathy, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I think he's feeling because, you know, like how Phoebe had it. She was feeling the emotions yeah. and the emotions kind of gave up, gave the thoughts with it because the emotions have like. True. Yeah. All right. Fine, Kevin. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> it looks like Delia's in her next class and a huge book is thrown down in front of her. And then this little 
person is like, For well he wist a woman hath no bird, he felt the thighing all rough and long feared. <laughs> and he's writing oh, he's in algebra, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, I get it now. And he's writing all this stuff on the board. And then we see her go to her next class. And the teacher's like, Miss Miller, so glad you could join us. And she sits down all angry, and there's like feathers falling on her. And then he's like, Telekinesis, probably. Okay, okay. And then he's like, I expect students to be prompt in my class. And then she's like, But I was all the way. I only talk like that for him because he really looks like Mr. Suda from like sophomore year. Mr. Suda. Oh. (laughs) and then in the next class it's like taught by a rabbi looking guy (laughs) and he's like delia all students are expected to bring a crystal and a map being prepared for my class is not optional he then goes into a three panel uh song of be prepared by scar from the lion king but only in my head and then momo's like god it's not like it's that hard Delia, you're so stupid. And then we see Delia walking with all these books, and Kit, the cat's son, <laughs> is walking with her. Mm-hmm. You're welcome for that. Yeah. <laughs> is that Paige? Yeah. Okay, you so I I don't know. The nose like <laughs> threw me off. The side face. I don't know. You know, just whoops. Oh, Delia, just the girl I was looking for. All right, Delia still has paper in her mouth. It kind of looks like she's doing duck face. Like, yeah. I'm like, wow, was that in back then? It might have been when I was in, which I never understood. And now I want Pringles. I was hoping we can meet in my office. I'd like to get you, like to get to know you a little better. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was it. Oh, yeah. Perfect. How was your first day? I know there's a lot, but you'll get the hang of it. Yeah, I'm going to be thrown into a school. I have no idea where the hell I am. It's all magic. What the hell did I fall into? All right. Probably think she like took too many drugs. Uh, not many people know this about me, but I wasn't always such an excellent witch. I actually didn't know I was a witch until my 20s. I like how the, the books are hit the table so hard there's an effect for it. Right. It's like when my ass hits a chair, there's an effect. Deflating <laughs> of it. Actually, I don't know what I would have done if my sisters hadn't found me or I found them. Yeah, the next page. Page is like, so how are you doing with all of this? And Kit jumps into the lab. She's like, it's a lot. She's like, I know, but this is a safe space. It's like training wheels. <laughs> um, also, no one can be killed here because we have like magical protections, you know, protections. So you won't have to worry about being a danger to the people around you anymore. Um, I know after the incident, she's like, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> and the kid's like, ooh. And then Paige is like, okay, okay, I get it. I won't talk about it until you're ready to talk about it. But you should probably talk about it. <laughs> She's like, I can't, I just can't. And then Paige is like, anyway, this is your school record. Actually, this is every student who has ever attended Hallowell Academy. Neat, huh? <laughs> According to the last school, you weren't doing so well academically. You dumb. I mean, there's practically nothing about you as a person at all. Who are you? No one even knew who you were. 
<laughs> Awkward. <laughs> he was a to a kid and he was struggling. Yeah, yeah. No. Great. That, that really sounds like Paige right there. I'm a good person. I'm going to bring you down, bitch. Uh, on the next page, Dahlia's like, no, it's true. I am ugly and fat and sweaty, just like Jubilee. And she's <laughs> like, you know, I was on a lot of meds. We talked about it for a second last night. When I was little, when I first went to live with mom and dad, well, sometimes I could see things that hadn't happened yet. And then Paige is like, well, although it is true that you are fat and sweaty, that's really unusual to have <laughs> premonitions and molecular manipulation. Most people have one dominant active power. And she's like, molecular what? You mean at my old school? No, I said I don't want to talk about it. The thing is, my parents, they thought... And Paige is like, I know. And I know that you weren't using all your medications exactly the way you were supposed to, right? And then Deli just looks away in shame. Like, I'm so ashamed right now. She's called me out. <laughs> and then Podge is like, girl, if anyone's going to get that, it's me. I was a recovering alcoholic before I could legally drink. For some of us, it starts as a fun thing to do, our way to cope. And it becomes more. And then... <laughs> Um, Delia's like, I'm not like a drug addict. And Paige is like, no one said you were. I only heavily implied it with my own story of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> and Delia's like, and they were prescribed. Everyone thought I was crazy. I'm not sure they're not right. I'm not sure they're not right. A double negative. And then Paige <laughs> is like, okay, I just want to make sure you're okay. And if you do need some help, sometimes medication is the right thing. It's just not going to cure you of being a witch. Of being a witch. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, that, I do like that. They're trying to make medication not so stigmatized and make it, you know, whatever you need is, to do to make you better is what you need, but make sure it's, a, it's right for you. So that's nice. Yeah. That is nice. Uh, oh, she's sneezing. I guess she's allergic to herself or her cat. Well, that <laughs> kinda, that's got to suck to have well, you're, you're allergic to. Okay, good to know. That record book, that's really cool. But honestly, something about the history book of this book, I think it's supposed to be just the way it is. Well, yeah, it's magical. Why would you want to touch something magical? It's like it knows things who I need to check on, what I need to see. What's magical? <laughs> <laughs> is that Jenny's? Ooh, Jenny from the block. She's in a bunch of my classes. Oh, I'm so glad you're making friends already. We all know what's like. Oh, wow. Ooh. Eh, not exactly friends. What's a Wendigo? Ooh. Someone needs a razor and shaving cream. But the, if you look at Jenny's file here, it says educated Wendigo. That's what it says. Yeah. Wait, where? Oh, wait. I'm trying it's to. It's kind oh. of cut off. It's cut off, but you have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got carried away. I shouldn't be showing you other students' records. Paige. But just so you know, you're totally safe. If she wants to tell you more, I'm sure she will. Don't worry. She won't kill you in your sleep. But don't piss her off. Well, I'm glad we could chat, and I'm sorry to leave you in the lurch. But I have got to run to my meeting with Miss Donovan in the library. Oh, I met Miss Donovan. She was really nice. It made it awkward. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah. So now uh, they leave the office and Paige is like, 
You know how to get to your room, right? Here's the directions. You know what? Kit will show you. <laughs> and then Kit's like leading her around and Paige closes the blinds. She's like, you got this girl. <laughs> Delia's like, great. Back to my room where I get to hang out with my slightly <laughs> hostile roommate. <laughs> Ooh, Lilith. Oh, Sorry, man. I'm thinking of Sabrina Teenage Witch, Lilith. No. I'm sorry. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And one of the names of the buildings is Spellman, which I feel like mm -hmm. is the Sabrina reference, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Witchy. Uh, Delia gets back to her room with her shit ton of books, and Momo is sitting there with Jenny. And Jenny is like, oh, it's you. And she's like, hi. And then um, uh, Momo's like, whatever you were saying. And then <laughs> Jenny's like, shh, not in front of the bitch. Hey, Momo, is that a Twilight Sparkle model? I didn't know you were into ponies. And she's like, <laughs> oh, my glob. Yeah, I am. They're my comfort show. I love putting on an episode just to relax. It never gets old. And then Delia gets excited. She's like, ponies? When I was little? And then Jenny's like, rude. She can like <laughs> ponies if she wants. They're not just for little kids. Besides, this is a private conversation. No one was talking to you. And then Delia's like, I wasn't saying, never mind. Yeah. Oh my god. I got like super into my little pony for a minute. I like watched all four seasons that were out. I even went to Bronies the musical, which is all about people like taking comfort in my little pony. It was amazing. There was a musical on that? Yeah, and it was so like touching. I thought it was just gonna be a silly musical, but it was really about like outsiders feeling like not wanted and taking comfort in the show, and it just was really cute and really sweet oh i want to pet a pony now oh i even went to a convention dressed as um fluttershy and i met um she was just on x-men again what's her name she does harley quinn um, oh tara strong yeah i met tara, tara strong, strong and yeah. i met the voice nice. of fluttershy at, dressed as fluttershy <laughs> very nice mama playing with her pony <laughs> I feel like Tina from Tina Belcher, Bob Jordan. Okay. All right. This is garbage. This whole thing. Who needs friends anyway? Apparently, this random cat wants me to hang out with me. Wants to hang out with me. Maybe Paige sent her out of pity. Well, if I'm going to be a lonely witch, I might as well get used to some cats oh cat lady witch yeah. witch cat lady so that's where we're ending part one what do we think so far i'm regretting so many life choices <laughs> so i did some light research on magic school before we before i read it and i found an article which kind of sums it up the headline was dynamite dynamite comics puts out the manga that nobody asked for <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh. oh man. Uh, uh, you know the weird thing is that girl seems so just like me. I'm like, oh crap! I really was that girl. From the start, this isn't my favorite. I mean, I'm not shy about that. I'm. I mean, I'm immediately perturbed just by the premise of Magic School because I hated it in the series so much. Like, I don't like Magic School in the series. So okay, and this, like, it's great for X Men. It's great for Harry Potter. It doesn't feel charmed. It never did. Um, 
I do like that they included references to the show characters. That's nice. And um, I like that there's trans representation. Marcus is a trans man. If you didn't get that. Um, oh, I didn't get that. Yeah, that's why That's why he, Jamie was his old name, his birth name. Oh. Yeah. But Jamie also can be used as a male. I, you know? It could. But it I'm pretty sure it, knowing Katie Rex and a, being a queer person and a queer writer, it's a, it's a trans man. And that's that's part of why the anger is more why the bad feelings are more emanating from him. Um, but yeah, when I think of Charmed, it doesn't put me in the mood for teen high school drama. <laughs> One of the things that excited me about Charmed was because it was adults. And um, that was always more interesting to me for some reason, even as a kid. And it's hard for me to get a sense of the sisters because they don't sound like them to me. They don't look like them. Something is just really off. And yeah, it's hard for me to, to commit to the story. I guess I don't hate it at this point, but it's whatever <laughs> yeah i think you summed it up in your um what you wrote your thing years ago like you're right it doesn't really sound like the sisters and it feels too much like harry potter to feel like charmed at this point yeah yeah <sighs> okay so next is put that in my canonical hats canonical anybody got some canonical things this could be incorrect lore or callbacks um either one i got one they said that Paige uh, was an alcoholic, but wasn't it that she just drank and she stopped drinking until she got into a car accident? She wasn't really an alcoholic. She just, it was uh, like a threat. Like a, a, a starter. Well, she said she had a problem with certain liquids and the car accident is from the um, comics. Maybe she wasn't like a crazy alcoholic, but she was definitely a drinker. Um, so I don't consider that a canonical error because she had at least mistakes that arose because of alcohol. You know what I mean? I gotta say, to be in a to have your sisters own a own a club, uh, <laughs> that is a that is a very tempting right. thing. Like I've been sober for eleven years. Uh, I have to be sober. I you know I wasn't an alcoholic, but yeah. it is a very if I drink, it's not a good thing. And you know I can I'm used to being near bars, but I can only imagine for an alcoholic, it's incredibly difficult. Right. Um, and she tempting. but she she has never drank a single drink on the show she was sober the entire time too mm-hmm. so i i know what they drank and it was funny they weren't <laughs> getting drunk they were drinking ginger rail or orange soda those perrier waters were everywhere get that perrier water anything else well you ruined my comment sorry <laughs> kit kit <laughs> so let's talk about kit um there's a thing, Nugent asked about this, and according to what Katie, the writer, says, she believes Katrina can turn from human to cat at will and <laughs> and um, made friends with the Charmed Ones, and so they just hang out every once in a while. I hate this. I hate that as a, as a reason. Because Kit moved on to guiding other familiars, turning human was her reward, and that's it. To be able to turn back and forth is ridiculous and annoying it's stupid to me um yeah like why don't the sisters question it i mean to put this right in the middle of season seven too you have to explain why kit isn't around for any of those episodes then um and if you're going to retcon something like this it better be explained and it better be for a good reason and this is not good enough reason it doesn't fit unless 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 okay this go with me on here okay we're going (laughs) we're going deep here when we're going back in the memories Okay, we're gonna go back in the memories, uh, like when Piper and Leo are in, in marriage counseling, and they're they're going, 
into the you know the past maybe the uh uh what what's the name the kit the, what kit turned into the lady what's her what's her name katrina katrina maybe katrina snuck in there stole herself and brought her <laughs> back to reality or or there's another thing katrina went into the memories and took a piece of her hair and cloned it <laughs> that's how you get kit jr or she just got knocked up and a cat came out that's the only other thing you know i think it's possible you know you know have a leprechaun all the options leprechaun all of those are better than what we're given so yeah <laughs> okay so i'm gonna mention callbacks too so we have wyatt's dragon cool um sandra it is not typical for elders to come and force an innocent on a charmed one. They usually just offer guidance when innocence situations arises. Um, and they told Leo to protect Kira, but he was kind of their employee, so that's fine. Um, it just seems all unusual, kind of a dick move. And why Piper? The whole thing would have made much more sense if they just came to Paige right away, made her a charge, or simply wanted her to speak to her as headmistress of the school. She's already attached to the school. She's already a white letter. Get Paige to do it. And here's Piper's the one going all around and doing things. It's it's so stupid. Paige should have been the first one involved from the beginning. So that's a major problem. Um, I already mentioned how does Piper know anything about what happened at Delia's school because Sandra never told her. Um, cleaners are mentioned. Mariners are mentioned. Prue and Bane. The mermaid is mentioned. Uh, we have Hallowell Academy. That one, we already brought that up. But like... I hated magic school, and this is just adding fuel to the fire, making it worse, because this has nothing to do with Hallowell family. Nothing. Um, they were never there to begin with. They never started it. They don't. And Paige is headmaster, but her last name isn't Hallowell anyway. And it's like, it's just so stupid. It's so stupid. I hate it. Why? <laughs> what else? The witch doctor was mentioned. Um, let's talk about Paige for a minute, too. Because at this point in the series, Paige would be fresh into headmistress of magic school life. Um, and she would be trying her best, I know, because she did vouch for the children. She did fight for the school. But if you recall, Paige really just had the gig thrust upon her. Odin's like, here you go, you're it. And she's like, what? <laughs> so this was never a job she wanted. Um, and considering how thrilled she was to have Leo take over anyway, I feel like she would have had a little bit more reluctance and resentment over the job. And I would have liked to see some of that here. Because it just seems she's too happy and successful at this job and i don't think she would have been um, yeah she she would have been like uncomfortable and like she'd been like her younger self awkward. Kind of all over the place Paige um, always has a, a, a nice awkwardness and i and there's none of the awkwardness here so i missed that um and it's considered she's a charmed one and a white letter duty on top of it she definitely had people to pick up the slack so uh what else phoebe's high ponytail we talked about that <sighs> Phoebe had a whole bevy of hairstyles, we know this. Um, and she <laughs> did wear ponytails occasionally, but very rare, very seldomly. She very seldomly wore ponytails. It was like one in season eight, one in season two. Blah, blah. Season seven, at this point in the series, not going to fly. Her hair was not even close to being able to do this. <laughs> Just remember hairstyles. Okay. I, I used to be able to tell uh, which season it was by, by Phoebe's hair, but... To know how many times you are a freaking ponytail. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I guarantee 
Alyssa doesn't even know how many times she wants to on that. So there's that. Um, we had Mr. Monkey Shines in here. You know that gnome teacher that was saying all that weird mumbo jumbo? That was Mr. Monkey Shines, the gnome that died in Charmed Noir. So cute. Um, he was here. Um, no, it's sad. It's sad, but he he's alive in here. <laughs> he died from a student in magic school. No, they said no one could die. Aww. I know. And then Miss Donovan was mentioned, so that was great. Um, would magic school admit a window go? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. This isn't Knox Academy from season nine <laughs> and ten. I don't think magic school would even have admitted a window go or any window go relation here. So it's very odd to me. <laughs> Years later, they might start doing it because they might have ways to, like, you know, neutralize it in a yeah. way. I mean, so. no one can die at magic school. We talked about that, but still, it's still just. Well, yeah, know, it still can cause terror, you know? Like, do they yeah. lock her, do they have to put her in an area when, you know, she changes? <laughs> she's, she's already a big fat bitch, so we know that much. Um, <laughs> uh, what about, ooh, onomatopoeia? I like <laughs> the small ones, yeah, the ching balls. Balls, balls, deep balls, deep, deep, or be deep. Yeah, I'll go with ching, Kevin. Because <laughs> 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 of AJ's delivery. Thank you. I had that. I mean, I had that on mine right away. That's because I love that there's a sound for orbing because I think this is the first comic we've read that actually made a sound for orbing. Although I do think it's more appropriate for the telekinesis sound, but I think it's also really hard to put like an underwater chime to letters. So I'll go with it. It's my favorite. <laughs> I like the effort. What about, what's the most valuable panel? I'm going to go with this one of her walking mm -hmm. the halls because it's so describes what we're reading and odd person in yeah. magic school yeah it's it's telling i'm just gonna go with um miss it's um serata it's uh marcus not jamie i just think you know it was very important back then you know it was really it wasn't as it was today like still there's so much anger toward you know the lgbtq uh, community which is so stupid plus uh, which is so stupid because uh, no one deserved that hate and i think it was like a big moment you know at that time just to do that because i don't know if there was a lot of knowledge back then like yeah yeah so i, I think that that was like a good thing to put in i think that was a, a brilliant move and you know they didn't make a big deal out of it they just made it normal which it should be mm -hmm. regular life right. you know and that was just yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I put Kit, the Book of Shadows on stand and the girls talking in the background in the attic, just because like all those visual cues give me charm, give me comfort, even though they don't all go together in this book. I, I still like seeing them together. Sexiest drawing. Oh, what am I going to get here? All right. <laughs> Is there one? Oh, there is one. You're going to feel stupid for not counting this because this one's all about teenagers. So it's weird. It's weird. But okay, got weird. Is, got weird. All right. Piper opening her that mouth. Was, that's not sexy. That's a porno. Okay. Well, that's why it's sexy. I got too much of it in my mouth. I'm like, oh my God. My sexiest is. Mr. Lewis as the sexy teacher. <laughs> I, I'd probably try to do like really badly in his class so that I can get private tutoring. 
<laughs> well, I guess we'll move on. Okay. <laughs> um, but there's no issue ranking, so all that's left is the PS4 poll. Prue? Piper. You mean it's, it's just you and Prue, huh? Baby? Baby, you there? And a big hello to you too, Penny. Come on, Patty. The rest is up to them. Paige. My name is Paige. Hmm. Another P, imagine that. P is for poll. And the poll is just, do you like Magic School in the series? And the options are, yes, a fun addition. No, it's random and annoying. Or C, neither excited nor offended. I think it would just be better, like, having a magic the Magic School more in involved when the the kids were growing up not not with them you know not when i'm still dealing with this you know i think once they're like really just they get the battle of evil whatever and they win i think once like the life is more peaceful you know it would be more of this, the kid story not like the charmed ones in the magic school i think you know they would appear mm -hmm. once in a while because if there's someone you want to learn from is them because they know how to whip some ass uh but i don't i now rethink my life choices on what i thought about this okay so i'm gonna settle on c my thoughts on magic school is i do like that there have been good stories that have come from magic school and i feel like you need kind of this neutral place for stuff to happen in without it being like in front of regular people or muggles but the way it's introduced, like, I feel like Grams would have been like, fuck, I'm dead. I'm going to send my girls to charm school. You know what I mean? So yeah. the way it's introduced is, oh, it's always been here. Nobody told you about it. I don't know. That was kind of lame to me. I think there should have been like, we don't talk about magic school. I got into a huge fight with someone or it was trapped mm -hmm. in a realm and it just got freed. So I think it was just kind of a right. play at Harry Potter. <laughs> basically. It was brought up so randomly and annoyingly because there is no good reason they could have explained it it's just the things you just named would be so much better because they give us context um so i put b just because yeah i'm annoyed by it <laughs> <laughs> it's the end we did it uh aj where can people follow you and find you um i'm on instagram aj powers with the number one um i have a I do Lego stuff and I post random stuff and because uh, I'm weird like that. And uh, that's how I roll. And I think that's basically it. Uh, yeah. Cool. I'm pretty simple. Great. Sean, how about you? Cool. Sean Perrette on Instagram. That'll lead you to my thread list or my book on Amazon. Or you can find me on Kevin on Solving for X. We're talking about X when I love it. It's my passion. Oh my God, yes. X-Men. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you can follow this podcast at Words of the Witches, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're on Words of Witches on Twitter or X or whatever. And yeah, wordsofthewitches.threadless.com for merch. So yeah, thanks for joining us again, AJ. And uh, yeah, thanks, Spellwriters. Thanks for bringing me back. I love making a fool of myself and talking with you guys. Yay, like, wow. of course. <laughs> so tune in next week for part two of the, this coverage. And yeah. Your destiny still awaits. Oh.